Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, besties. I'm so excited to have my friend Kayla Yoder on the podcast with me today. I was so blessed to be a guest on Kayla's podcast, Confidence in Christ, last year, and she has become one of my beautiful besties. For those of you who do not know Kayla, she is a child of God seeking to follow his will no matter where it may lead. Being authentic, confident, and Christ-focused are what she hopes shines through her everyday conversations, writing, and speaking. She is the host of the Confidence in Christ podcast, where she and guests have rich conversations about the goodness and faithfulness of Jesus Christ. Whether you connect with her face-to-face or through her blog and social media accounts, you will get a dose of sisterly love and probably a hug. (laughs) Kayla loves to break down scripture, making it easier to understand and apply to our lives, something she has learned to do by raising two Jesus followers with her wonderful husband. Each facet of her life offers the opportunity to share the gospel and spread the good news of Jesus, which she thrives on and I absolutely love. Welcome, (laughs) Kayla. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here, Janice. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm so thankful that we were able to make this work and have you on here because you've been just such a blessing in my life and I want everybody I know to know you too. So this is going to be fun. Oh, you're just so sweet. Oh, I'll say it again for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little punchy this morning, guys. So here we go. (laughs) Get ready. (laughs) So fun. So Kayla, one thing that I love doing whenever I have guests on is to do start out with like five fun facts so that listeners can get to know a little bit about you. So you're ready for that? Let's do this. All right. So fun fact number one is tell listeners something that is on your bucket list. Um, to dive. I want to get scuba certified. And at some point in my life, I want to do a night dive with manta rays. Like, oh, wow. It's just... It's, I'm, yeah, big bucket list so item. Unique. I'm like, I'll cannonball in the deep end of a pool. That's about how risky I'm going to get with something like that. That's like, I'm like, that is such a unique answer. That's so cool. I love that. Yes. Thanks. Fun fact number two is tell us your favorite quote and or scripture. Mm, so I thought about this and I was like, I have so many scriptures that I absolutely love. Um, so I'm going to go with a quote and it's actually from my mom. And she always said to like be the Jesus that somebody sees today because not everybody will see others or see Jesus in others. So like you can shine his light every single day and be where they see Jesus today. Oh, that's Isn't that so good. <laughs> that is beautiful. And what a legacy for you to carry on. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. That's so powerful. So wise. Yes. I love that. Fun fact number three is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you choose? I thought about this one too. And I would love to sit down with Paul from the Bible. Like, oh my goodness. Like when I get to heaven, I'm going to like fangirl and be like, tell me everything. So I'd totally do a coffee date with Paul. (laughs) I like that. That's so cool. I'm like, so like Paul, right? Not Saul. We want him after he's converted. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Not, not pre-conversion. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fun. 
Okay, number four is who are your heroes slash role models? Mm, probably my mother because she was just such a strong prayer warrior. And then I've got a group of wonderful, wonderful women in my life um, that are much more mature in Christ than I am. And they have taught me so much. They're my Bible study ladies. And I I look up to each of them individually for so many different reasons. So I'd add mom to that group. But man, they are just, they're so special. Oh, I love that. And there's just something so beautiful about seasoned women in the body of Christ. And that's biblical yes. too, for the older women to pour into the younger women. And I'm so thankful for those women in my life too. And I encourage mm. anyone on here, if you don't have those kind of women pouring into you and they don't have to be a lot older than you, but just more spiritually mature than you pouring into your life mm. to pray for God to put them in your life because it makes a world of difference oh, as you're yeah. growing in your faith. That's so, so good. Okay. Last fun fact is what is one thing that God is teaching you in this season? Well, I feel like it's like a constant lesson that I'm always learning is just trust, just that deep trust in the Lord for every single little thing, whether it's like, what are we going to have for dinner? Like, Lord, I need inspiration tonight. Or whether it's like big decisions, like, do we do this or do we go this way? And am I supposed to go forward or just wait and just, just completely trusting him and then being content in that. Because mm, godliness with contentment is great gain. I mm, yeah, I love that, and that's that's similar to kind of what he's been teaching me too about not leaning on your own understanding, like that specific yes. part of Proverbs three five. And I'm like, okay, because I try to figure everything out, and I'm like, okay. yes, <laughs> it's like God will give me a piece of the picture, and I'll paint the rest of it. And he's like, that's nope, stop. Mm -mm, right. That's mm -hmm. not what. That's just yeah. <laughs> so he's like, that's really cute, but no, <laughs> it's like the five year old picture that you hang on the fridge because like that's yeah. really cute but not what the picture is gonna actually look like I'm like okay yeah yep oh yeah and he like here just hand over the paintbrushes it'll it'll be okay I promise yeah. I'm like oh fine like I was having so much fun but you're right oh I know we're not the only ones this is such a relatable topic oh, oh yeah so Kayla tell us your story who is Kayla oh man um I'm going to start more recent because that's where a lot of my growth and change have happened and just transformation in the Lord. Um, grew up Christian, had a wonderful um, Christian mother, and um, in late 2020, she passed away suddenly, and it rocked my world. It, it changed everything, and then a month later, my dad passed away, so it was like boom, boom, like there they're gone and now what and um I just it made me realize how much I turned to my mom for answers and guidance instead of God and um once she was in glory with him singing and oh man like I can just envision it she was really tall had bright like blonde hair huge personality like I can just see her up there just singing and having a great time and like I would love to be able to call her and ask her opinion. And God's like, well, guess what? Like she's with me now. So now you've got to come to me for the things you'd ask her. And as I have done that, it has been such a transformative work in my life in trusting him and seeing him more and just realizing how much I need him. Just like we were talking earlier, like I would love to paint the picture and I try to sometimes. And he's like, that's nice. But like, guess what? Like, I've got something so much better for you. And like, just come along with me. Like, I'll drive, you ride shotgun. We're gonna have a great time. Just hang on and like, follow me. And so over the last few years, I have really tried to embrace that. And I'm not perfect. I screw it up 
all the time, but his grace is so sufficient and just covers all of my sins, a multitude of them and all of my shortcomings. And it has just been so much fun in putting that into everyday life with my marriage and with my kids and with my um, friendships and just all of it. Um, I love bringing up Jesus anytime I can do it. And so with the podcast, it's just been so much fun having conversations like this with you and others and just hearing their testimonies and um, then being able to carry that beyond just the podcast, but into all different realms of my life. Like, oh my goodness, I heard this awesome story about this person that God did this huge work in their life and it can come up at the coffee shop or wherever I am that I'm um, chatting with people. And it's just, it has become my complete passion and I love it. I love talking about Jesus and um, just helping my kids understand him more and not the whole like, oh, like when you have kids, it's like, you can do the like recital prayers and things like that. Like now I lay me down to sleep and those are great. Those are great. But like helping them grow in their prayer life and their knowledge of Christ has been um, something that's really grown in the last few years since I myself have done that. And man, it has just been so much fun. So the last three ish years have been huge growth for me. I've known Christ my whole life, but man, the last three or so years, it's just like he's ramped it up and he's like, let's go. Like, I'm ready. Jump in. We're heading this direction. So it's been a lot of fun. That, oh, there's so many aspects of everything you shared that I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> amen. And I try to just be quiet and because if I start interjecting, it kind of messes with the sound, makes it a little wonky, but I'm over here going, yes, amen. <laughs> and I feel like that's such a just even when you hit on everything with your children and just, you know, training them up and raising them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord and like mm-hmm. letting them have their own walk with the Lord or teaching them how to do that, how to pray and everything. That's just so powerful. And I, I used to lead a middle school youth ministry and I would tell yeah. my kids, like God doesn't have grandkids. He only has kids. You have to have your own relationship with God. You can't mm-hmm. ride on my coattails. You can't ride on your parents. And So I just, I love and admire even what I see on social media and things of how you're just raising your kids to know and love Jesus. And it, it, like you just carry the contagious love and joy of Jesus everywhere you go. And so (laughs) I admire that. And I love that about you among a million other things. And so it's just so cool. And I feel like it's such a season too, where God is like pulling people out of that, like monotonous Christian living of just kind of going through the motions where it's like, Hey, there's more than that because Mm -hmm. it's not a, like we've heard our whole lives. It's not about religion. It's about relationship, but getting that fire inside of us and just that passion and coming alive and kind of waking up. Like the Bible tells us to be awake, vigilant, sober-minded, like all of those things. And, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I say a lot too. And I've written a lot of stuff about it, blogs and poetry and different things, just about being alive in Christ and awake to what he's doing now. And I don't want to be a Christian who just goes through the motions either. I want God to take me from glory to glory. I don't want to look the same as I did two, five, six, seven years ago. Like, yeah, I want to be continually conformed to the pattern of his image, like the Bible says. And so, girl, you're going to get preached out of me with all this. I'm sitting here like, I told you guys I love this girl and y'all are going to love her too. This is so, so good. So I know we touched a little bit here and there so far about your podcast, Confidence in Christ. So tell us about your podcast and like, how did that start? What inspired that? Mm, okay, so this is uh, this was God thing, like absolutely not me, even a little bit. So I 
uh, it would have been the November after my mom passed. So like November of 21. And um, I had a friend, a really close friend that I had known for like 10 plus years. And um, it, <laughs> she's the best. She used to refer to me as her favorite Christian. And she was getting to know Jesus, but didn't know him really well. And she was diagnosed with a really um, just bad cancer, like really ugly, nasty, oh my gosh, what are we going to do type of cancer. And she texted me and called me and was like, what do I do? And I was like, well, I'm gonna start praying for you and pray that like you can trust Jesus. And she's like, I'll like, I'll take anything you can throw at me, like help me. And so I offered to send her daily. Well, not at first it wasn't daily. It was just voice memos. I was like, can I send you a voice memo? Like just to let you know, like why you can have confidence in Jesus and like trust him and stuff like that. And she's like, absolutely. Well, I thought I'd be cute the first time. And I was like, I'm going to name it. Like, this is going to be so cheesy and so silly, but like, I'm going to name this thing. And so on the first one, I, I just re-listened to it like a week ago. I was like, hi, this is Kayla, Confidence in Christ with Kayla. And I was just, oh my gosh, it was so funny. Um, but anyways, what I did was I had prayed and just asked God for some scriptures. And um, I read the scripture straight out of the Bible to her. And then I kind of broke it down. And it was like two to three minute voice messages. And I like God just lit a fire in me and he was like, we're doing this. Like this is, yes, this is for your friend, but man, like this is for you too. So I went from like, yeah, I'll send you like a couple a week to daily. I'm going to send you one of these. And then after I got like a month in, I was like, I'm going to do this for the whole year. So for 365 days, I sent my friend um, daily voice memos and they got longer the longer I went because I just got so into them. And so I, it, a few days, like I'd be sick or different things like that, but I'd always make it up because I'm like, we're doing 365 days and then we're going to have this big, like exciting party to like celebrate that we made it a whole year doing these. And um, so I just sent those to her to encourage her and I got to walk alongside her as Jesus met her in that place and just called her heart to his and she um, accepted Jesus just because she saw the work that he was doing in her life. And it was just such an absolute honor. And I was just so humbled that I was given the opportunity to be in the position I was in friendship with her, to be able to walk alongside her with that. And um, as I was sending those dailies to her, I was like, man, if I could get other people's testimonies and just like regurgitate those to her and like let her know like, hey, I had this friend who went through this thing and like Jesus showed up in this really big way just to encourage her more. And so as I prayed about it, God's like, we'll just interview people. And I was like, oh, well, that's easy. How do I do that? <laughs> and so he gave me like a podcast like format for my mind. And I was like, okay, don't know what to do there. Like, I guess YouTube is going to be my best friend. So I YouTubed it and watched all these videos. And I was like, I can do that. Like I've got a laptop, like a mic's like a hundred bucks. Like, I don't know. We'll see, like, see what God has. And so I asked my husband for a microphone for my birthday. And he's like, okay, that's interesting. So um, got the mic and um, just started interviewing friends, like friends from church about how God had worked in their lives and um, just slowly started doing things like that. And then um, about, it was almost five or six months later, like my husband and I both were like, we cannot keep these to ourselves. Like we have got to share these with others. Like these testimonies are amazing. And so we prayed and we prayed and God's like, not yet, not yet. And then it was um, June of last year. We're almost to the one year um, anniversary of the podcast. And God was like, okay, it's time. Like, let the world have it. And oh my goodness, 
and such a fun ride since because I mean people that I would have never dreamed hear the word of Jesus and like the testimony and it's just oh my gosh it's so beautiful and so amazing and it's I'm just so again humbled that God would give me the opportunity to share his word in this way it's just I'm having so much fun riding along with God like it's so much fun I love that. And I always say, like, if anyone thinks being a Christian is boring, you probably only ever tried religion because it is not. And there's so many key points that you talked about that I want to bring up. One is that, like, it just happened as you naturally took that next step with what he put on your heart to do. And I think so many times people see the finished, like, product of, like, what's out there, but we don't always get the backstory. And so we think, like, oh, my gosh, podcast. I just got to go start this podcast when it really didn't start like that. So I love that you shared the whole journey of getting to that because – there is all of those baby steps. And like I say all the time, like you never know the ripple effect of your yes and your obedience, not only mm-hmm. of what it's going to lead to in your life and your journey, but also like the ways that it's going to impact other people. And I love that you were just yielded to the Holy Spirit through the whole process of it. And that's something that's so important that we're, yeah. our ear is tuned in with him because sometimes he gives us a vision, but it's like we want to rush it or it's the opposite where we want to drag our feet and he's like, it's go time. And so we have to be so sensitive to the spirit of God and move forward and step with him. That's why I love how you keep talking about being in the passenger seat. Honestly, sometimes I'm like, just throw me in the trunk floor because I feel like sometimes (laughs) I like, like to like, what is that? Like parrot drive sitting beside him. And I'm like a backseat driver kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh no, no Lord go that way. And he's like, and you talked about that a little bit earlier about how like the picture he paints is always better. And like, I tell the Lord, like Ephesians 320 is my favorite verse. I'm like, exceedingly abundantly above all we ask, think, or imagine. And I'm like, homegirl can ask, think, and imagine really big, but to know that like God's thoughts and his ways are so much higher and better than even the best that we could dream of. And so I love Mm -hmm. the impact you're having through Confidence in Christ podcast and honored to have been a guest on there in the past and just love hearing the stories and just the testimonies and just what God is doing through that. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So Kayla, what advice would you give someone who has a dream or desire in their heart? They know what's God given. They just don't know where to start, or maybe they're struggling with the confidence to step out into that. What would you say to them? Mm, Just, I hate saying like throw caution to the wind, but like throw caution to God, like just trust him. And it might sound actually, I can almost guarantee it's going to sound crazy. Like God's dreams. Like that's one way I can tell that it's God. Cause like, there's no way I could think that up or I would be like, Oh yeah, I think I'll go do that. Like I would have never been like, I'm going to go start a podcast. Like that's just not me. That is not my brain. That's not where that comes from. So like, I was like, well, that had to be the Lord. So pray and seek him. And once you have that confirmation that the Lord's like, yes, like this is what you're supposed to do, then trust him. Like you've got to take those steps find someone who can help you trust the Lord. For me, one of my big people is my husband. I take it before him and I'm like, I'm pretty sure God told me to do this. And he's like, cool. Well, what do you think he's going to have? Like, what's he going to do next? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm terrified. And he's like, okay, let's pray about it. Like, let's ask him to help you trust him more. And like, it just, it never fails. Like the Lord gives him peace about it and gives me peace about it. And um, being human, I might take it to like one of my more mature um, Christian uh, women that I trust and ask them and they're like, oh, that's totally God. That's totally God. Like you, you just hold on because that's going to be awesome. And so just listen to him and trust him. And it might look scary. It might cost you because Jesus said like, there's a cost to follow him, but man, the cost is always, always, always worth it because 
what he's got is so much ever dream up and like you said like homegirl can dream like i can dream pretty big but i love not putting god in a box like I, like my dreams are big but man what he can do is so much better and i don't want to put that on him like he can just run with it so let him drive like give him the keys let him sit in the driver's seat and just ride shotgun because it's going to be such a fun trip listening to god and walking with him I love that. And I love how you talked about like going to your mentor. And I immediately thought of the scripture that says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. And Mm. so like getting that, that validation from people you trust, like, Hey, this is what I sense the Lord is like, how does this bear witness with your spirit? Someone who you know is genuinely like, who genuinely cares about you and is praying for you and things. And so there's wisdom Mm -hmm. in that. And then, you know, from the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. And so like, I've had so many times too, where I'm stepping out into things and it's like, multiple people around me are like, Hey, you should be doing this. Even with the comedy things. So many people are like, why aren't you yeah. doing stand up comedy? And I'm like, eh, y'all don't even know that's been on my heart for a few years. Like, yeah. okay. And the Lord starts prompting other people to, to just validate what he's validating because he's a good God. And mm-hmm. so, so I love that. I'm just stepping out in obedience. And he even makes me think about Peter getting out of the boat and we, he always gets the flack because, you know, he put his eye on the storm and he started sinking but jesus grabbed him and you know whatever right. was right there with him but i'm like hey i would rather be out on the water starting to sink than be in the boat of comfortability and not be mm-hmm. bold enough to step out into it and god's gracious like he's gonna cover us when we step out into things and our hearts pure and our motives are pure just to see the gospel spread and to see people impacted with the love and power and presence of jesus christ like and mm-hmm. it i love how you talked about not putting god in a box and that's something that's like Oh, I'm so passionate about too, because God doesn't live in boxes. I actually have a sign right in front of me. It literally says, think outside the box. That's funny. Yeah. I forgot. That's literally on my desk right now because I am such a like out of the box thing. And so many times I hear people share their like ideas and dreams and desires with me. And it's like that fear of like, I've never seen this done before. And I'm like, that's because you're called to pioneer it. Like go yeah. forth brother or sister in Christ and like do what God has put on your heart to do. And something I've said a lot and probably will say my entire life is like, I don't want to go to the grave with those gifts and talents and abilities inside of me just because mm-hmm. I was too afraid. Uh, like that fear of man and people's opinions or fear of failure, or fear of the unknown. Like God is going to give you the wisdom you need with every step as you step out into the things he's called you to. So I love everything you said. I'm over here like, yes, girl, Oof. say it. So Amen. Good. <laughs> so good. So we're going to kind of take a curve, a detour here on the conversation. And talk about spiritual warfare, because I know that's something you're passionate about talking about. And so I don't want to mm. pretend like it's not going on all around us because it is spiritual warfare. So let's talk about it. How do we engage? How has God equipped us as believers with spiritual warfare? Oh, man. Yeah, I love this. And so my one of my all time favorite parts of the Bible is the armor of God. Like, Oh my goodness. And my kids, like, (laughs) they're like to the point where they like roll their eyes. They're like, we know mom put on the armor. And I'm like, good. Like (laughs) now listen to me. Um, but man, like the Lord, like it's on, like right now it is on out there. Like the enemy is after us or after our kids. Like he is just hard on attacking us and we have got to be ready. Like I, um, I just recently in the last like three or four months discovered, um, Spotify, which is like, I am the worst millennial ever that I just <laughs> discovered. <laughs> so sad. 
but I have found like the coolest worship music on there. And it just, it sings scripture and all these different things. And I have seen such a change, not only in me, but my family as well surrounded ourselves with just the scene of scripture and in there there are so many songs that talk about um remembering the authority that we have inside of us because of the holy spirit like the moment we accept christ we get the holy spirit and we get the same authority that it raised christ from the dead we have that like we can defeat the enemy all it takes is the name of jesus like we have to stand in that and it's when we get way <laughs> i explain it to my kids it's when we get wimpy and we forget that we have that authority in us that the enemy wins and we have a little thing around our house where i ask like hey who's winning right now so they might be grouchy or like i might snap and they're like hey mom who's winning right now and i'm like well it's definitely not me <laughs> and so like it's just such a good reminder and man like we can engage in combat but we also have to remember like in psalms 23 like the lord sets a table before our enemy it is this beautiful spread with him and you like there is just two seats it's you and the lord and he makes the enemy sit and watch you like there is an anointing over you there is a covering over you the enemy can't touch you you can allow him in and offer him a seat, which we shouldn't be doing, but we do from time to time. But man, like the Lord just sits there and makes the enemy like, gosh, darn it. Like I can't get to them. They're with the Lord. They're communing with him. And when we commune with him through prayer and reading scripture and listening to worship music and just being in community with other believers, like that right there defeats him. Like you can just stomp on his head right there and take him out. But we have to remember the authority that we have because of Christ in us. And I feel like as um, Christians, we forget that from time to time, or maybe we've never been told that we have that authority. And we just have to talk to Jesus because he's going to remind us that, man, like, I have given that to you. I need to, you to stand in victory. You have, we've already won. We just have to make it through this battle and we can because I am winning every single day, moment by moment. Jesus is taking ground against the enemy. We just have to live in it and walk in it. And I feel like we don't do that. And we need to, like, we need to remind each other, like, hey, we've got this. I always like to say, like, you might not have this, but God does. Just rest in him. God's got this just walk with him, follow in his wake as he just breaks new ground for the kingdom because he is every single day. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I was thinking of so many scriptures going through my mind, but the one that says, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph through Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I love that verse because we are always promised the victory when we're in him and our lives are hidden in him. And and I love that. One thing God had really spoken to my heart a few years ago is like during worship. And he had said to me, like, stop pinning me nose to nose against the enemy, because the Bible says that he's far above all principality yeah. and power. Like, it's not like nose to nose with Jesus versus the enemy. Like, there's no rival. There's no right. competition. Like, right. he is so far above. And there's also a scripture that says, like, for this reason, he came to destroy the works of the devil. And Jesus did everything he came to do. And so mm -hmm. we have that authority, that resurrection power inside of us. And so, like, one thing God has been teaching me a lot over the last few years, too, has been to not always be on the defense against the enemy where like he comes in, he does what he does. And then we clean up his messes, but to be on the yes. offensive, especially as like women uh, that are called to be, cause I know most of my um, 
listening community as women, but for anybody, we're called to be like watchmen on the wall. And like so many times, like we can dismantle those weapons and the spirit before they even form. Mm -hmm. And so just in praying the word of God. And that's one thing I pray, like I, I come against every weapon that's being formed before it's even formed. And so being that covering over your home and your church and your community and whatever, you know, sphere of influence God has given you, you have authority there and anointing. And so everything you said, I'm like 100% full armor of God. Yes. To withstand the wiles of the enemy, Ephesians six, like go read it, go study it, know what the word of God says is yours. And I think that that's mm-hmm. a lot of times for people, if maybe you're a new believer or just maybe you haven't really gotten rooted and grounded in the word of God is to get yourself there because then when the enemy comes in with those lies and those flaming arrows, like you're going to know, no, mm. like this is what the word of God says. This is the truth because the, the devil is the father of lies. The Bible says that his yeah. native language is lying. Like all he does is lie. And so we have to know what the truth says so that we can combat the, the wiles of the enemy and keep that full armor on and just be who God has called us to be and walk in the confidence, <laughs> no pun intended, yes. confidence in Christ. Like, yeah, confidence in Christ and who he has called us to be because yeah, we have authority and, and yeah, everything you said, I feel like we could talk for an hour or just about <laughs> that because man, if people really knew their authority and what oh, we have yeah. and what God has given us to be able to withstand all those wiles, like all of it. So good. So mm, good. Yeah. So I love this. Cause when we had talked about like conversation script here and everything, you had said that Sabbath is not just a day of the week, but a way of life focused on Jesus. So God has been teaching me so much about Sabbath and rest, and it seems to be a conversation I'm having a lot recently with sisters in Christ. So can you tell us what God has taught you about Sabbath and rest? Mm, Yeah. So this is another topic that I'm like, who passionate on. Um, But when um, COVID hit, I, uh, I'm also a respiratory therapist. So I worked in the hospital and it was horrible. (laughs) I'll just say that it was horrible, but it was so busy, but the rest of our life just kind of halted. Like there was no place to go. There was no plans on the calendar, no nothing. And it was just empty. And I remember looking at that just like everybody else and being like, what the heck are we going to do? Like (laughs) we have nothing to do. And did that like the Lord just slowly taught me about Sabbath. Our Bible study did a study on Sabbath and that has literally transformed our entire family's life. Like when I say Sabbath margin, that's another eye roll from my kids because they're like, yes, mom, we know. Um, But we have learned that again, it's not just a day. It's not just Sunday. It's not just Saturday, whatever day you take Sabbath on. It is literally a lifestyle change. It is not just, oh, like I'm going to leave room for God on Sunday. It is about carving out time every single day and allowing that time to just sit and commune with God, whether it's three minutes, whether it's 10 minutes, whether it's an hour, whatever that is, but having intentional time with the Lord, but then also not filling your schedule so full that the Lord can't move. Like that has been so big for us. Like I have people that are like, oh man, like, are you guys so busy like us? And I'm like, actually, no, like <laughs> I am so intentional about not filling our schedule. Like we tell the kids like, Hey, like I want you to, in um, to, oh, how do I say it? Like to try all the different things. Like if you want to try this or try that, but we're not going to try it all in one year. Like we are going to slowly try things. If you like something, we'll just stick with that, like a sport or different things like that. And just being able to um, take our time and tell it what to do. So we have done um, 
oh, Dave Ramsey's like Financial Peace University. And a big thing in there is like, tell your money where to go so it doesn't just poof go away or it tells you what it's going to do. We do that with our time. We tell our time where it's going to go and we carve out tons of time. That way, if the Lord's like, hey, um, I need you to go help this person move today. We can't be like, oh, shoot, I can't. Sorry, we've got 16 baseball games and this and that and all these other things like, sorry, God, can't can't be your hands and feet right now. I'm busy doing this. And there's nothing wrong with that. But our family has found that as we allow that space for God to move, so many more doors have been opened. We've been able to conversations with others about Christ and just be able to witness to them what Sabbath truly is. Like we have time and space for that because we allow the Lord to guide our steps, to tell us what we're supposed to be doing. And um, now do we get this perfect all the time? Absolutely not. Like we are still learning, but just the little bit that we have seen and gained from that has been so, so amazing. And our stress levels have way dropped. Like we are not stressed. We're not running from place to place. And I know our kids are still a little bit little, but man, like I, my prayer is that we can continue the Sabbath margin into their teen years and just to give them a good base of where they can be with Christ and not have to be rushing around and running everywhere. They can take time and just sit and rest in the Lord and not feel like they're being lazy because they're not doing something all the time. Like we can literally just sit and just stare at the ceiling and be okay with that because we're sitting and we're resting with God and we're talking with him or we're talking with each other and just spending that quality time. And it is just such a blessing to be able to live that out in everyday life, not just one day of the week, like most people do. Yes. And that's so good. And I know like the Lord had walked me through that season too of like, <laughs> cause like I, I am like a girl who loves the secret place with the Lord. Like, mm. like honestly, when he started showing me like that, I had a public ministry and things. I was like, God, I just want to stay tucked away in the secret place forever. I want to <laughs> do all of that. And so I just, I love, I love my time with Jesus and just sitting in his presence and things. But I got to a point too in my life where it was like, I was going, going, going all the time. And he had challenged me in one season of my life to start putting on my calendar nothing. So it's like one, mm. one night a week or whatever, where I just wouldn't make plans with anyone or anything. And I don't think I realized until I started doing that, how many different directions I was being pulled in because like one specific yeah. night in particular, I got asked to do like three or four different things by different people. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. And so like being super intentional with that. And I know a lot of people even look at my life and they're like, you're so busy all the time. I'm like, but I'm so intentional about mm. downtime too. And so it's a, it's definitely a balance. So I love that you're teaching your kids that because I feel like that's such a trap of the enemy is distraction. Mm -hmm. And we get distracted with a lot of things that like don't matter. And like, for me, like, I don't want to get to the end of my life and look back and be like, wow, I did a lot of stupid stuff <laughs> for lack of a better word that, <laughs> that doesn't matter like eternally. And so keeping that eternal perspective of like the mm -hmm. most important thing to me is my relationship with God. And if the busyness of my schedule gets in that way, then I'm not, then I'm going to just start <laughs> just take yeah. a step off my schedule and I remember yes. talking to the Lord that even with ministry things for me and what I'm doing I'm like God as he had told me as you get busier like don't abandon the secret place that was like a warning word in my spirit mm -hmm. and I was like if I ever get to the place where ministry is overtaking my intimacy with him then take the ministry strip the mm -hmm. platform like all of it because that to me is worth more than anything because we know in Matthew, it talks about how believers will stand before him one day and they'll say, Lord, Lord, look what I did in your name. I cast out devils. I prophesied in your name and all these things. And he's like, 
great depart from me I never knew you and so intimacy with him is key to everything and making sure that you're taking that time to be intentional and like you said it's not about one day of the week or whatever it's about a consistent walk with the Lord every day day Mm. in and day out and just being with him keeping your life hidden in him staying in the word being in his presence and not feeling guilty when you're not doing anything I can speak to that because there's so many times where I'm like the Lord kind of put me in it, not kind of, he flat out did put me in a season, <laughs> put me in a season of rest at the end of last year. And it was a few months of like, just resting in him. And, you know, I was still doing things, going to church and being with people and different things at different times. But like, as far as like ministry things, everything was kind of put on a halt because there was a lot of soul healing that needed to happen to me with some different things that had gone on in my life. But it was like, it was not easy for me because I was going a hundred miles an hour so much of last year until I got toward the end of last year and everything was kind of on a screeching halt. And so I'm so thankful for that season of just sitting with him and resting in him and letting him heal parts of my heart and mind that needed attention. And Mm -hmm. so that I could run this year into the things he's called me to. And so, so much I could say about all that. I think there's just such wisdom in all of that and making that time to rest with your family and teach the the value of that because our culture is so anti that and like, go, go, go. And like keep our schedules as full, full as possible. And yeah. So that, that's so good. So good. I could probably talk about that for an hour too. Cause yeah, (laughs) I needed that reminder too, because I am such a busy person and, and just, yeah, keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is him. So, yeah. Yep. So Kayla, do you have any other encouragement, anything else on your heart for the podcast community? I, I would just love to reiterate like kind of a combination of all that we've talked about. So like when the Lord leads and you trust him, like, and you ride shotgun with him and you let him lead you, just rest in that. But also don't forget that like you're in a war, like you can't just completely sit back and be like, oh, like peace out, I'm out. Like the Lord has prepared you for so many great things but just trust him as you walk into that. And as you ride with him into those new spaces, like don't be afraid to follow him because man, when you do, like I said, it's, it's almost this, like, it's, you're like above the clouds and you're like looking around you're like, this is so amazing. Like I'm having so much fun. Like I feel so much peace and so much freedom as I follow the Lord. Like, how do I stay here forever? And I would love for every single person to just encounter that to be able to say like man like I followed the Lord and I felt such freedom and peace and just this amazing just world that the Lord offers us and I I want to be there forever so just keep trusting him follow him let him drive you around and just enjoy the ride amen enjoy the journey I love that yeah (laughs) that's so good and engaging that's so good so good. So Kayla, how can listeners stay connected with you? Can you tell them how can they connect with you personally, with your podcast and all those amazing things? Sure. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at Kayla Yoder. I'm on Facebook. I can't remember what my handle is there, but I'm pretty sure it's my name. Um, you can go to my website, which is uh, KaylaDiane.com. And then on the podcast, you can find uh, Confidence in Christ anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just type in 
honestly, if you type in confidence, it normally pops up. You can do confidence in Christ. It's got my face on it. Um, and there's lots and lots of stuff there. We've got the weekly interviews. And then we've also got the daily um, scripture dives, the CCKs. So those are there as well. So you have something you can listen to every day plus an interview. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect with you and just be able to um, just pour some Jesus into you if you will allow me that opportunity. So yeah, I'd love to connect. Thanks so much for asking. Yes. Oh, I love all of that. And I encourage everyone to connect with Kayla. I will also have all of that information in the show notes. Kayla, thank you for being on here today. I loved our conversation. I was encouraged. I know listeners were so encouraged too. Would you be willing to close out this episode and pray for our listeners? Of course. Thank you so much for having me too, by the way. This was so much fun. (laughs) Yes. All right. Lord, just so thankful and so humbled that we get the opportunity to come before you. You are so holy and so gracious and so good. And we're just beyond grateful that you offer us that and that you love us so much that you sent your son to die for us and that we can accept that free gift and be your children. I just ask that you would be with each and every one of us as we go about our week, that you would um, just give us guidance and help us to discern your voice as we listen for um, just the still small voice that you place inside of us. Help us to connect with um, the Holy Spirit and be able to follow him and his leading and um, be able to go out um, boldly for you with confidence in who you are and trust you as we walk into the new territory that you give us and um, as we take ground for the kingdom. I am just um, so anticipating your return and just love you so, so much, Lord. Help my friends to love you deeply and to trust you deeply and help us to just walk into this next season um, knowing that you are driving, that we can ride along with you and that you've got everything under control. We ask you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen.